Hey guys, it's Mac here, and welcome to The Idiot with a Controller. Now here we talk about what happened in gaming news within the last week, have a little discussion about it, and even some generalized discussion about what's going on in the gaming world. And the discussion for this week is of modding. Now modding is a major thing, and it's about ready to get a bit bigger, at least on my side of things. So... Let's take a quick look at the news, and then we'll jump over to our discussion. Now, if we jump back to good old November 26th, we've had some interesting news happening. Now, one of the big things is the new Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront is now being contended on whether it should be listed on one of the top 50 games of 2015 or not. Now, it's a bit of a interesting debate. It depends on what side you want to go to. Now, many people are exceedingly just decided on it. It's one of those, you want it, you don't want it, or you just in general don't give a flying fuck. Now, me, I'm one of those people, I just don't give a flying fuck. Now, I did play the beta when it was out, and I rather did thoroughly enjoy it, but I have I of course have not had a chance to play the full game. And from what I have watched on YouTube, I've seen some good points and I've seen some bad points. And so me personally, I'm on the fence about it, but so many people are talking about it. And it's just one of those things. And also, let's see. Dragon Quest Heroes, The World's Trees Woe and The Blight Below is also being contended to go onto that list. Now, it's a game that I've never played, but hey, what can you do and what can you say? Then we also have Mad Max. That is also contended for the list, along with Resident Evil Revelations. Yes, Resident Evil may be coming onto this list. Now, there's been a number of games that have come out around the holiday season, but also just as an in general, within the last handful of months, we've had some really great games released. Now, we've had, like, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. That is one of the top-listed contenders for Game of the Year, and a lot of people are saying it is going to win out. Me, personally, I think Fallout 4 deserves it because, hey, Fallout 4 is a kick-ass game. And it also has something to do with our upcoming discussion for tonight. Now, back to the news. Uh, Let's see. Tales from the Borderlands. Transformers Devastation. NBA 2K16. Yes. Those are all on the list of of possible top games of 2015. Also with Evolve. Ah, yes. Evolve. Now, I did play that game when it had, I believe it was a free week on the Xbox One, and I rather enjoyed it. It is from the creators of the uh, Left 4 Dead series, which, of course, I'm one of those people who loves those games, and I dearly, dearly hope that they're actually working on another Left 4 Dead. Why? Because it's just awesome. And with the modern consoles that are out right now, especially like the Xbox One, and how powerful PCs are, have really become since even Left 4 Dead 2 came out. They could be some really awesome games. And I thought Evolve played really well off of a lot of the ideas that were derived from both Left 4 Dead games. 
where you could either play the humans or you could play the big bad bad guy. So it was a very interesting game. I rather thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked how you picked a side for a storyline and your actions, whether you completed your objective for that level or not, really changed how things went for the rest of the game and just made some interesting tidbits and I think it made a lot of fun out of how games like that go and I like I said I thoroughly enjoyed it and I think it would be an awesome game especially for anybody out there who's looking for a good co-op game now let's see oh is her story is another one of the games looking to be at the top 50. But, uh, we'll see. It's another one of those contentions. Let's see. Uh, Yes, I'm looking at my little news chart here, and I'm trying to decide what looks really good. Because, hey, I don't want to give you guys a bunch of BS. You guys get enough of that from me as is. Oh, let's see. Uh, a lot of people are talking about take, taking some ideas from uh, other major shooters, first-person shooters, for those of you guys who really aren't sure what a shooter is. Sadly, too many people in our current gaming culture do not know when you refer to a shooter, you're referring to a first-person shooter. Sad but true. But uh, a lot of people are saying, take some ideas from those and help build a better Battlefront, which tells you an idea of how a lot of people feel how Battlefront turned out. Another one of the big possibles for the top 50 games of 2015, Cities Skyline. Now, that is a game that I really enjoy. I've watched it a lot between Twitch and YouTube. Yes, call me what you will, but... I have a lot of extra time on my hands outside of gaming in general. So I'm one of those idiots who lets YouTube or movie or something play while I play a game. Or I just jam out to my tunes. But City Skyline, I think, is going to become an interesting game. Because um, I believe it was at GamesCon that they had said that it is actually going to come over to the Xbox One. And me personally... I'm dying for it because I enjoy those games. I'm one of those people who enjoys these city-building games. I enjoy many different genres. I'm really big into RPGs and stuff like that. I'm not very big into sports at all. Uh, Shooters, it depends on the game. But I also enjoy the city-building games. And coming across a game like City Skyline, especially after the major major disappoint yes you guys all know the major disappoint that came out shortly before it which was sim city yes that steaming pile of piece of shit that nobody really wants to recognize anymore because it was the death of the sim city line why because it was a stupid attempt at it and there's a few other games that popped out that were a very stupid attempt at trying to revive their series or just a lame attempt at trying to put something out before the licensing ran out. And of course, I am talking about the latest Tony Hawk game that came out. Now that was another big steaming pile of shit, which is so sad that there are so many errors and problems with it that they basically just released a disc, 
that had the minimalized amount of data that they could because there were so many goddamn problems with it that it had a day one launch update that put in the actual fucking game. And from what I read recently, it had a 7 point gig update that came out. Yes, 7.4 gig update. Now, how many people can tell me that a game is that good when you have that many fucking problems with it that you actually have to come out with an update that is that size? Not once, but twice. Because the first update was also roughly about that size. And so, there you go. Showing you how big of a piece of shit that was. But, sorry, back to our little bit of news. Uh, City Skylines, I'm really looking forward to it. And I believe they said it's due out next year, so we shall see. I'm I'm believing that they'll probably jump it over onto the game's preview program on the Xbox One, which, for my personal side, I have found a lot of fascination with. I really enjoyed it. It's made the Xbox One much more PC than just straight console, which showing you that Microsoft truly is trying to bridge the gap between PC and console, but that's a discussion for another day. Now, another one to be possible on the list is Box Boy. Um, never played it, heard a little bit about it. Then, uh, let's see, Soma, which I've watched uh, some people like uh, Markiplier play. It'd be interesting. Um, just Cause 3 just recently came out. Now, I am i don't see it on my list of news here, but I do believe that is definitely from what I have seen of it. And what I've watched of it is definitely going to be a heavy contender for Game of the Year and definitely going to end up on the list of top 50 games for this year. Oh, let's see. Do-do-do. Uh, let's see. Uh Currently, the PlayStation 4 remote play for PC and Mac is put into works, which I personally don't play PlayStation. Um, I just have my Xbox One. Um, I used to be a heavy PlayStation person back when the original PlayStation came out. I was one of those idiots that just blindly said, screw Microsoft and the Xbox. But after I got an Xbox, I really started to enjoy it. And after the PlayStation 2, I... Pretty much just went went straight to Xbox, and I've enjoyed it so far because so many problems that they have had. Because Microsoft has had their issues with their systems, but I personally feel a lot of the ideas and BS that Sony has been doing have been worse. Though, of course, if you really want to talk about really shitty ideas and problems when it comes to Microsoft, they've also had their own issues. Like with the 360, they had the red ring of death. Something that was quick and easy for them to solve, but they were just too goddamn lazy and, in some parts, way too goddamn cheap in order to ever want to fix it. Why? Because, I don't know, apparently they like losing billions of dollars in a year. Because they were having to give away free, I repeat, free fixes to people who had Red Ring of Death. And also having to issue everybody a free, I believe it was, two-year warranty to help cover the Red Ring of Death because it was that fucking bad. And now, of course, with the Xbox One, one of their big issues that anybody, like even my, I myself, have been dealing with is the disk drive. It uh, has a problem where it likes to either 
it doesn't send the game all the way back far enough for it to actually recognize the game, recognize that there's one put in there, or the disk drive just in general shits out. And, of course, they're not willing to recognize this issue as a major problem because it's a hell of a lot more prevalent than what I initially thought when I checked it out. But, oh, getting off topic. Here we go. Back to it. Uh, Ooh, do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Sorry, looking through my little list of, of news here to find out like I said before, what you guys would be willing to see. Uh, let's see. Um, for uh, Oh, there's a Japanese Hyrule Warriors Legends trailer that recently came out that uh, displays Skull Kid. Now, to me, that looks like it's probably based off of a Link game, which I personally have never seen it, but well, I haven't played a Zelda game since... I'd say probably the Nintendo 64. So for any of you guys who are old enough to actually remember playing the Nintendo 64, you guys know what kind of game I'm talking about. Oh, let's see. On to the second set of lists. Uh, oh, well, we had uh, Rock Band 4, which I, which is a live one, which was... I. From what I've heard, it's an okay game. It's nothing I personally would ever play. I've tried out the Rock Band games, and yeah. Oh, let's see. Do 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 do. Um, in Metal Gear Solid Five, there has been a hidden event that people have recently found over this last week. It's called the Nuclear Disarmament Event. Um, personally, um, I really. I'm a big fan of the Metal Gear games. Like, I played the original Metal Gear on the original Nintendo. Yes, because for any of you guys who are a lot younger, you want to go back to old school, check out an Atari 2600, check out the Commodore 64, check out even just the original Nintendo. Yes, the graphics suck, especially compared to nowadays, but back then, those games were the shit. And if you really want to know the story of Metal Gear from beginning to end, jump back to the original Metal Gear. Back before it was solid. It was not Metal Gear Solid until, I believe, it was the the PlayStation. Yes, that would be when uh, Solid Snake went to um, Alaska. Yes, as you can tell, I'm trying to drag up some old goddamn memories. But, uh... Yes, if you really want to experience the full storyline from beginning to end, jump back to those days and play all the games through. Oh, let's see. Uh, Uh, Apparently one of the uh, uh, trailer for uh, Battle of Jakku, which is a DLC for Star Wars Battlefront, has been uh, released. Um, it's a free DLC, so we'll see what ends up coming up with that. Uh, let's see. A new Mighty Number no. 9 trailer shows off one-hit death mode. Now, to me personally, uh, looking at the images here, it looks like it's a old Mega Man game almost. It looks like they're trying to revive that.
let's see. Ed Boon teases Game Awards reveal for more Mortal Kombat X DLC. Now, honestly, the only DLC I can truly see being released for that is possibly something to go along with the story mode, which I really don't see that happening anytime this week, this day, this year. Um, for me, personally, I think it's just going to be more characters because it seems like whenever it comes to a fighting game like that, that's the only thing that they can possibly introduce. Well, take a look at the all the video... All the fighting games like that that have come out over the last, let's just go back five years. It's been nothing but character add-ins or changes for cosmetics like put on a new outfit. whoop de shit uh, Let's see. Do-do-do. Um, premium is developing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. And it's supposed to be coming on out. So we'll see what that comes out with. From some of the uh, possible images, uh, some have been flagged as fake, some have been flagged as real, and it's just the variety has been way too different. I'm not quite sure what kind of style it's going to come in, so we'll see what happens for there. Uh, Warner Brothers Montreal is making two DC Universe games. Yes, this is the studio that did Batman Arkham Origins. And they are currently recruiting people to help work on two new games, and both of them are going to be from the DC Universe. Which means, who knows, maybe we may see an actual, possibly, maybe, not really sure, probably never going to happen, an actual decent Superman game. Um, like I've said, probably not going to happen. Every Superman game I've ever played has just sucked balls. Yes, that's right. They suck. I've yet to see one that is truly decent. Why? Because for a game like that, you need destructible environments. And right now, the big game that's going to be coming out that's going to help with that is going to be Crackdown 3. But... The destructible environments in Crackdown 3 are online only. You can only do that online. If you're playing by yourself, you're SOL. The reasoning why is because to render and deal and calculate that much in terms of physics requires jumping servers. Now, um, I believe it was E3, one of the head guys from uh, the studio working on Crackdown, he was showing off a video and it had special displays up that showed what happens to the computing power to handle the destructible environments in Crackdown 3. I mean, they're talking about literal, completely destructible environments, probably some ground, but it's mainly anything that stands from the ground up is SOL. It's going to be destroyed. But, uh, oh, let's... um, The... Overlaid showed that it had to jump over, I believe they had like four people total playing for the demo that were showing it off. And I believe it had to jump over to like three or four servers. It was at least three, I believe it went four, and I think at one point it went up to five servers to calculate and deal with all the physics that were going on from destroying that much. So I really don't see a good Superman game coming out unless it's going to be purely online and I don't see that happening because Superman 
is the Man of Steel, and he does shit alone. Unless he's working with the Justice League. He tends to only work alone unless he's working with his cousin or with his dog. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So, I don't see a Superman game coming out of it. I see a possible, possible Wonder Woman game. Now, is it thumbs up or is it thumbs down? Personally, I think Wonder Woman is a kick-ass DC character. But, we'll see what comes out of it. She is exceedingly popular, but the question is, with you gamers out there, is she that popular with you guys? Who knows? Uh, let's see. Um, of course, um, has nothing to do with gaming, but we had the uh, the new Batman versus Superman trailer, which for some reason it was on my list of news. I watch, I watched that. It looks really good. Shows off Wonder Woman shows off Batman shows off Superman and they're working together dealing with their newest friend but eh, we'll see uh, let's see uh, apparently Nintendo has created a new account system and but apparently it's only just going live in Japan for right now and it's not even announced to come over to the western side of the world but Eh, we'll see. Um, the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, which has uh, just recently come out. I mean, like, this game is, like, almost squeaky clean brand new. I mean, you can still smell the new paint job kind of new on it, um, which came out on the Xbox One as a Games with Gold. Now, I personally haven't played it. I have... Uh, purchased it so it's on my list of possible downloads so I may get to it at some point I'll have to let you guys know because any of you guys who recognize my voice yes I am Revan Ligar of YouTube yes generalized idiot generalized moron but who knows maybe I'll get around to it um, Capcom has filed a new trademark for Onimushu uh, I've always had a hard time with that uh, Onimusha, I, I don't know, which has been dormant since PlayStation 2. Yes, there hasn't been one of those games since the PlayStation 2. So for any of you guys who are old enough to remember actually playing those games, they were a lot of fun, so we'll see what happens. Um, Sony has uh, offer, is now offering two PlayStation 4 bundles that come out at two ninety nine. dollars which, of course, are, I refer to them as pure holiday bundles. We'll probably see them for the holidays, and then I give it through about halfway through January, and you'll probably never hear, excuse me, never hear of them again. So, of course, this is the holiday season. All those bundles out there, there's just so many goddamn, so many of them out there. Oh, let's see. Um... See, Bioshock and Borderlands titles coming to the PlayStation Now service. So that'll be kind of interesting for all you guys who enjoy playing on your PlayStations. Bioshock and Borderlands are hopping on over. Um, These games are from Take-Two. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, I'm kind of hoping personally when it comes to Bioshock, maybe this will help really revive Bioshock because... For me, Bioshock Infinite was one hell of a blast, and I really enjoyed the DLC. Now, the first DLC, eh, wishy-washy. That was just 
for me, it was just more screwing around. It was pure action-y. I'm one of those idiots that when I played that game, I truly enjoyed the story. So I believe they called it um, From Below, Deep Below, something like that. It was a two-parter DLC, but it was superb. It told a completely different story, and it also helped really wrap a lot of events up. So any of you guys who have played the Bioshock games, I suggest definitely play Bioshock 1, play Bioshock 2, and then jump into Infinite. Play the story, mo- play the actual normal story mode, and then hop your ass over onto that DLC. That really helps wrap up and put away a lot of questions from those games, especially from the first two. It gives you some kind of answers, some questions, and really helps you find out what the hell went wrong. Oh, let's see. Do-do-do-do. Graham's adventures continue mid-December with the second chapter of King's Quest. So, um, a game that came out, it's called uh, King's Quest, um, has another chapter. It seems like it's an episodic game. I've never played it, but it is getting a basically another episode. Uh, let's see. Rocket League is uh, just got a DLC called it's base it's inspired by Mad Max is called Chaos Run. Um, I watch people play Rocket League. It's honestly for me it's like an homage to Vigilante Eight. So if any of you guys who remember, I believe it was that's jumping your ass all the way back to the Nintendo 360 all over again, which was a car shoot 'em up game where you controlled and you picked an interesting character and you're in an environmental area and it was just hunt and destroy the other people there. Um, they all had their own little goofy stories back stories to them. It had no real effect on gameplay. It was just the type of vehicle you like to play because of its stats, and you were just trying to wreck face. Uh, so for me, Rocket League is almost like that, but it's almost like that, but with a sports side twist. Uh, let's see. Black Desert Online has, uh, has a closed beta going on. It is now accepting registrations. Um, it's an upcoming MMO, so... Any of you guys who want to check that out, all you have to do is just search it up online and we'll see what happens to it. Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is now on the PlayStation Store. Now, for you guys who are still on the Xbox 360 or at least still have your 360 and are a major Grand Theft Auto fan, uh, this is a game from the PlayStation 2. Yes, jump You got to go back to there. Um, the original, actual original Grand Theft Auto games, you're talking about Grand Theft Auto 1, Grand Theft Auto 2, and Grand Theft Auto London 1969 were on the original PlayStation. They were top-down games. Um, They were pretty interesting. I really enjoy them. I actually still own my original copies of them. But uh, when you got to the PlayStation 2, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, which was the first one that put the series into a 3D environment, and that's also where you got the very first of the really comic kind of style, the poking fun at the world in general and the bullshit that goes on with it. Um, You had that one, and then you jumped to Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which took place 
in the 80s. It had a lot of 80s quip to it. And then Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which had a 90s quip to it. It was, of course, even bigger environments. It went extremely cartoony by introducing a jetpack and Harrier jets and just in general some of the shit you can do. But it also introduced an insane amount of customization and RPG element to it. Because, like, you leveled up your different styles of shooting stats, your driving, your running, your biking, your more... It was a lot to level up. If you were one of those idiots who tried going for the 100%, I used to go for the 100% for those old games, but... There's just so much shit in them that is very hard. Especially if you don't have a lot of time to dedicate to a single game. But jump forward to the Xbox 360. Um, I believe it was probably about a year ago, about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, they actually came out, they ported over Grand Theft Auto San Andreas onto uh, the 360 because Grand Theft Auto 5 came out and. It, that takes place in San Andreas, and a lot of people wanted to know more about it because it had a, had some homages and stuff like that to the to that game. So they brought it forward to it, and so now it's they've finally made its way over to the PlayStation Store. I'm kind of surprised how long it took, but Sony's been lacking on trying to pull that shit again. Uh, let's see, we have good old Mark Hamill, Shaq, and Kiefer Sutherland are all uh, special guests who are going to be on the 2015 Game Awards. Um, I do know Shaq. He's supposed to be showing something about Shaq-Fu, which was a game that he came up with years ago. Um, it, it was interesting, I mean, honestly, but it sucked. <laughs> so, But he's supposed to have uh, some sort of announcement about it, along with the other two gentlemen. Uh, then we go to uh, EA Origin. Um, it's an it's a computer program. It's almost like the Steam Store, except for it's housed by EA Games, and so you can get their games and stuff like that. They do a special little thing. It's called On the House, where they actually give you a game for free. Now they they did one that I thought was an exceedingly cheap trick, which for me also went hand in hand with some bullshit that Microsoft recently pulled, um, they had done an on-the-house where they gave you The Sims 2. Um, I believe it was supposed to have most of the DLC with it, but if you're running anything from Windows 8 on up, you can play the game. It was, it was basically giving you a game you could not play unless you did a lot of legwork to do some programming and changing around things on your computer, which wasn't worth it for the average gamer. But uh, their latest offering is Jade Empire, which was an awesome game. That was on the original Xbox, if I remember correctly. Yes, the original Xbox. Such a blast. Awesome soundtrack. But uh, that is now out on there. Um... A little explanation of the BS that Microsoft had pulled. Um, Microsoft has, has the uh, the Xbox Live Games with Gold. Um, they had given away a game. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. I believe it was like in August. Some game on the 360. And then on September, September or October, they offered the same game for the Xbox One. 
And then they also offered uh, The Walking Dead Season 1, the entire game, to both systems, which for me, it was just exceedingly cheap. It was a cheap thing to do to your loyal fans. I mean, you're basically saying, you know what, here, fuck you guys. Oh, well, that that's how that goes. Um, there's a PC game for you guys who don't play PC. It's called Don't Starve. It's an interesting survival player game. Um, it has an expansion called Shipwrecked is now on the Steam Early Access. So, you PC gamers, if you enjoy Don't Starve or you enjoy those kind of games, jump onto Steam. It's in the Early Access program. It's right there right now. I watched some people play it. It looks like it's fun. Oh, let's see. Do 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 do. Do do. Uh, Disney Infinity 3.0 is getting uh, some light up figures um, from one of the pictures they're showing. It has what looks like Obi Wan Kenobi with his lightsaber. Do do do. Do 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 do. Ooh, here we go. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so much crap. Uh, let's see. Uh, Civilization Revelation Two Revolution Two. Uh, looks like it says Revolution Two Plus. I don't know what the hell that means. Uh, the Civilization games are another city builder, but they're actually in. Basically, an empire builder. You create a nation and you take it through its paces and work your way up to certain wins, whether it's running out the turns or technology or religion, whatever. Apparently, it's been delayed to late January. Um, let's see, the Bloodborne servers had uh, gone down and they are now back online after some emergency maintenance. Um, for the fans of you who go back to Silent Hill, who love those, excuse me, those survival horror games, uh, Silent Hill 3, which introduced um, Heather Mason, um, had a really creepy stuffed rabbit that had like blood on its mouth, um, a... Uh, a statue has been released for it to help you fans who really enjoy looking at that creepy shit. Let's see. Lab Zero has squeaked out invisible, indivisible crowdfunding victory. Uh, let's see. Um, apparently, um, it got a 20-day extension, which helped it finish getting the money it needed. Ooh, let's see. Um, this War of Mine, which is a PC game, it's a really interesting PC game. It's uh, survival and management, but it has a lot of emotional side to it. It's one of those games that if you're going to let certain emotions get to you, like if if you can get into the emotional feeling of things, um, it's an interesting game. It's uh, being purported to come over to console and let's see. Um, do 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 do. Do 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 Let's see. Um, a B movie inspired uh, game called uh, 
Deadly Tower of Monsters. I uh, just got a release date and a trailer. La la la. la do, 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 do. I'm not worried about that. Do, do, do. Get the hell off my screen. Do 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 <laughs> let's see uh not much else is new for this past week <laughs> yeah I'm not seeing very much else for this past week leading up to today uh so that will be the uh, the end of our wrap-up for the news. Sorry, it took a little bit longer than what I originally anticipated it to, but hey, that's life. Uh, now on to this week's discussions, mods. Now, for you guys who love PC or any of you guys who watch anything that deals with PC gaming, modding is a major, major thing in the PC gaming community. Now, for you guys who are currently unaware of what modding is. Modding is basically something that can be added to a game to change its style. Like, oh, let's jump over to uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Now, in Skyrim, there was a lot of mods that came out. Like, there was a guy, he spent a lot of time and money, and he built basically his own DLC pack for Skyrim. um, Do mods were... They can change almost anything. I mean, like, literally, almost anything of the game. Where you could have, where, like, say in Skyrim, you could get an item, you could get an item that, like a necklace that you put on, that takes your character and increases all their stats by a thousand. Boom. Instant god character, or one that... One that gives them infinite health, infinite magicka, and infinite stamina. Never going to die, ever, whatsoever. But a lot of mods have more subtle... Some are subtle, some are major. Um, One of the big games that is a huge part of the modding community is Minecraft. Um, It has some major mods, like the Mad Pack 3, Sky Factory 2, uh, Agrarian Skies... And just a bunch of other stuff. Now, those are full-on mod packs, but uh, they're considered um, usually playable packs or mod packs, but they ha- they're made up of a bunch of individual mods. Now, why is mods the big discussion, especially when my main focus right now is the Xbox One? Now, here's the thing. For you guys who have been playing Fallout 4 like me, It had a major announcement that Bethesda is going to put PC mods for Fallout 4 on the Xbox One. Now, it has its good points and its bad points. And it's a discussion that I've been having with myself and with some other people for a while. And I wanted to have it along with you guys. Now, um, on the good side, it opens up a lot to the PC, for the console to the PC world. But it has its hindrances. Now, the reason why I say it opens up a lot is because my belief on why Microsoft agreed to it, because it had to be Microsoft who agreed to it. They were the, they were the ones who are saying, hey, look, you can open up your servers to doing, 
this shit because it's taking use of Xbox Live servers in order for you to get this shit. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, there is an approval process that the games have to, that the mods have to go through, but it's opening it up. The reason why I believe Microsoft allowed it is because Microsoft acquired Minecraft. Well, they acquired Mahjong and, or Mojang, however the hell you want to pronounce it, or however the hell it is pronounced. I'm not that concerned about it. But, uh, since they acquired it, in the end, they just specifically, I believe, my personal belief is that they specifically wanted to acquire Minecraft, which is a major game out there. Um, it has a lot to do with modding, and people have been wanting to mod the systems. Now, when it comes to consoles, in order to do any kind of modding whatsoever, basically you have to break your system. You have to open it up and have a special new chip installed on it. And most of the time, that just allows you to play downloaded games. And you're just breaking the system and you're really screwing yourself over because it'll never get fixed, your SOL. But there have people who've done some interesting mods but it requires you to download a game save or something like that. So some people have done some things, some people haven't. And it's a real wishy-washy area. But people have been demanding mods for Minecraft since it came over to the console side. Now the big issue with it is the, uh, the console version of Minecraft is way behind the uh, PC version. Now, is it as far behind as the portable game, as the portable Minecraft? Hell no. The portable, which also goes along with, uh, oh, what do they call it, uh, Minecraft for uh, Windows 10, the beta that is currently out, which is, it's that game's almost back to its infancy stage. But, uh, so the... And one of the announcements, especially around the time that Microsoft acquired Minecraft, um, it was said that they're trying to get the PC, the console version to match up with the PC version. They're trying to get them streamlined together, which I personally say they're not trying very fucking hard. Because honestly, it isn't that hard to include the uh, mutton that sheep can drop or bunnies and things like that. So... Me, personally, I think they're more talking out of their asses. I think we'll probably really see a big thing like that if this modding proves successful. Now, the reason why is because I think Microsoft is trying to see how successful PC mods can survive on the Xbox One. Why? Because they ha they know there's a big call for these things to end up on the Xbox One. They want... People want the PC mods. They want to be able to download Sky Factory 2 and play it or Crash Landing, things like that. They want to play it. Though, you can't get it. If you're pure console, you're not getting them. And I think Microsoft is trying to see, can mods survive? Me personally, I say, yes, they can survive. It's proof. And Microsoft themselves have said that the system is now more PC than what it is console. Me, personally, I think it's probably one of the best balances so far, at least out of the console generations. Will there ever be a true match in between? I probably don't think so. I don't really think so. 
like there's a Steam console and shit like that. I don't see it happening. Why? Because uh, when it comes to the consoles, they are heavily regulated, unlike PC, where people can't, people just do whatever the fuck they want. Point blank, period. Hey, I want to add this to the game? I'm going to add it. Why? Because you can't fucking stop me. But on the console, you're screwed. You have to go through their channels, and you're just SOL. You can't fix your own console, stuff like that, unless you never want it to get fixed ever again. Or you have to know somebody who has their head out of their ass and knows something about electronics. So that's where I think this is a good thing. This is where it could help out the console side. Because I believe Microsoft is waiting to see, hey, these mods can survive. They held up well. Now, does that mean mods are going to go free reign in every goddamn game on the system? Not a chance in hell. There's no way these major publishers are going to allow that. Why? Because they don't want that to happen. They, they don't like it when people do that, especially when it comes to the consoles, because that's where they get some good money from. And so they don't want it happening. They don't want their stuff to be broken. Now, when it comes to the uh, the approval process, that's where I see things are going to go hard. Now, the approval process I see is going to be how mods end up on the systems nowadays. If it goes full-on blow. See, it's going to be something that the publishers are going to have to agree to to have it happen. But they're also going to have to handle things themselves. There's, I don't see Microsoft just saying, okay, here's the approval process, set it up, and people can port their shit in. Ain't going to happen because these things have to be tested. The reason why they have to be tested is because these companies do not want you to be cheating because, hey, guess what? Fallout 4. Oh, my God, you could add something in that breaks the game. They're not going to allow that to happen. Why? They're not going to allow you to get something that could instantly get you an achievement or anything like that. I'm pretty sure anytime a mod is active, it's going to be like a cheat mode. It'd be like going into creative mode on Minecraft. You No achievements, nothing. You can play the game, you can save it. You're not going to get any achievements or anything out of it. You're stuck outside of that. Now, that's how I see things going. Personally, that's where my side of the view is. And this is the side of the view so many other people have shown. Is is that exactly how it's going to go? Probably not, but hey, that's where this world could be heading for us console gamers. Doesn't mean it will happen. Who knows? <coughs> Excuse me. Doing a lot of coughing. I haven't talked this long in a long goddamn time. Set. If you guys have seen me on my YouTube channel, don't get. I do a lot of talking, but I apparently have a lot of times where I'm quiet and I don't realize the goddamn thing. I think I'm talking, and I'm quiet as a grave. But uh, back to mods. Now, what kind of games do I see getting mods? It's going to be the major games, the major games that people actually would want mods for. Now. Uh, would Grand Theft Auto ever get them? Not a chance in hell. I mean, Rockstar isn't even willing to allow a server, which I think they should. They should allow you to have a server lobby that can have mods on it so that if you want to play with your buddies, hey, guess what? You're not going to get any rep. 
any additional rep. You're not going to get any additional money. Uh, your loadout isn't going to change. Like your weapons would have basically unlimited ammo or something like that. But you can't buy homes, can't buy new cars, anything like that. You can mod your stuff, but it isn't going to change your essential stuff. And anytime you jump back into it, it's always whatever is your current actual online thing, but would allow you to do mod, have mods in, which I think could get kind of interesting. And I think a lot of people would love to do it. Will Rockstar do it? I don't think so. Rockstar has pulled some dumb moves lately, and I don't see it happening. I don't see them pulling something smart like that, even just on the PC side. So I sure as hell don't see it happening via console side. Now, Minecraft... Definitely, I can see that getting mods up the wazoo. Of course, we have Fallout 4, who's guaranteed to be getting them. Why? Because Bethesda frickin' announced it. They're the ones who started this shit. Um, if another Left 4 Dead ever comes out, maybe, possibly, I don't know. Who the hell knows? There's some, there's some games that when you look at them, they could get something. A lot of games, I don't see it happening anytime, so... What else can you do? Not much that you can do. Why? Because the companies are going to control this shit. They're going to do it. But can it change the way that the consoles go? Yes, definitely. Do I see a major evolution in console video games? Definitely. And I'm sure you all do too. When you think about it, what would a mod do to console games? Definitely change it. Change it for the good. But, hey, that's where things go. Now, of course, will it change? Could it have the possibility of changing things for the bad? Definitely. Definitely. Always has the chance to. But, hey, what else are you going to do? Um, also, speaking on the side of mods, let's jump back to a little thing that happened on Steam. Oh, what was it? Like six, eight months ago when they allowed people to charge for mods. But there was people who were ripping it off. They were basically installing. They were down. They already had the mods, or they were installing. They were downloading the free ones, and then they were re-uploading it as if it was their own and charging for it. Which was that a good idea? Mm. If when it comes to that, that that is a very fine line to, to walk. That's that's like dealing with freaking political work. It's a fine line to end up having to tread. Um, would it have a chance? I think so, because honestly, modders are just like anybody else. They're taking a lot of their time. They're taking their free time and their love for the games to create this stuff. I mean, honestly, this is where I think some of these people really need to be hardcore looked at by video game companies and be hired. Why? Because these people are doing it on their own. Why the hell wouldn't they do it if they're getting paid? Now, um, should there be a process to being allowed to do these mods for charging for them? Definitely. If you're going to allow charging, Steam, if you guys are going to allow it, here's the thing. I believe they also re ended up removing that part of the program, but could it have worked? Yes, but there has to be a process done. You would have to... Here's the hard thing. You would have to show proof that you're the idiot who made it. They would also have to have basically an approval process where it goes through the list of currently 
mods that are being charged for, and they would have to look for something similar, and they'd have, and you'd have to find a way of showing that, hey, look, mine is mine. It's not that one. It's completely different. It works this way and not that way. Could it work? Maybe. But, eh, it's one of those issues. It's one of those problems that you end up coming across, and what else can you do? So, that is the modding discussion for this week. That is also the news wrap-up for this week. Now, where can you find me? You want to check this out? Every week, coming out, every Thursday. Find it on the SoundCloud. But... It would also soon be appearing on the iTunes podcast. Um, it's going to take about a month to do because I would like to get some get some of these together for you guys. But if you don't want to look me up on the SoundCloud, that's where you'll be able to find me in about a month. So any of you guys who have an iPod, an iPhone, whatever, and you get current podcasts downloaded on a regular basis, that's where you'll be able to also find it. But this is Mac. I've had a blast talking with you guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Sorry if I rambled on quite a lot. Can't help it. I'm an idiot. Um, Hopefully within the next episode or two, we shall have some special guests that will join in on our little discussions. On the news wrap-up and also on whatever is the discussion for that week. Um, If you want to check out some more from me beyond this podcast, check me out on YouTube. Uh, it's youtube.com slash C slash Revan Ligar R-E-V-A-N-L-Y-G-A-R that's where you can find me on YouTube where I post videos four times a week Wednesday through Saturday every week unless there's an issue which in this world there's a lot of issues do I try do I try to avoid them fuck yes but This is Mac. I hope you guys have had fun, and I will catch you guys in the next podcast. Later!